Successful people learn how to make their mind work for them. I'm David Nagel, and this is the Successful Mind Podcast. I believe that we create our own miracles. If you work within the laws of the universe, something very interesting happens. The universe meets you with what you put out. But this is something important to know. It doesn't always come back from the person that you gave it to. So the idea is you have to consistently give, but it all comes It all comes back. I um, Here's another piece to this. Start where you want to be. Start where you want to be. So I'll tell you this story first. When I first started in my business, a paid speaker, okay, a person that that would get hired to do a keynote or a 90-minute talk or something like that, the top pay for most people was between $20,000 and $30,000. That's what it was then. And it took years, years and years for a person to get up to the level where they could actually get that much. Now, when I started speaking, I was not charging to speak because I was the I was selling. I was I was selling seminars. So I would go speak somewhere and I would sell the seminar. That was that was how I was making my money. But I got a phone call from a company out of the blue. They had a speaker cancel. Somebody threw my name in the hat and he said, we need you to come speak or we need somebody to come speak. Are you interested? I said, I'm interested. He said, how much do you charge? And I said, 20,000. The very first time I got paid to speak, I said how much I wanted. I never thought for a second that I have to do this for 10 years before I can ask for 20,000. They sent me a check. They FedExed me a check for 10,000, which is pretty standard, right? And then you get the other 10,000 upon delivery of the speech. First one, 20,000. Most people would be like, I can't do that. I'm, I'm afraid. I, I don't know. How, how do I know if I can charge that much? You charge that much if you want to charge that much. The only thing they could do is tell you no, right? So back to, I'm going to go to this original story, though, about being miracle-minded. I have always believed, believed in my mind that whatever I need, whether it's an opportunity or a client or, or <clears throat> some kind of break or whatever, that it's coming, that it's always coming toward me, right? It's always coming. That opportunity is always looking to show up in my life. I never not believe that. And one of the things that's important about that is that the idea is backed with relentless work, right? In the early days, it was just me on the phone constantly calling people, making sales. That was primarily what I did. And then I would go speak. Well, I had a little period of time where this was in the very first year. Uh, I think I was maybe two and a half, almost three weeks into the month, and I hadn't made a sale, which meant I'm, I've got a problem because I have to come up with $5,000 for the month, and I hadn't made a sale. And I'm like, it's running dry, you know? Like, it's getting, it's getting a little tense. It's getting a little tense in my house, too, in the relationship that I was in. The person I was with did not do well uh, with uncertainty. Right? Everything needed to be 100% certain. And so that so there was a lot of pressure there. But on a Wednesday, I get a phone call. I'm in Chicago. I get a phone call from somebody in Redding, California. 
says that there's a, a big event, a few thousand people. The a speaker backed out, and somebody threw my name in the hat, and they wanted to know if I'd come and speak. And I said, well, if I can sell my product in the back of the room. Now, my product at the time, because I was a facilitator for Bob Proctor, I wasn't doing coaching yet. I hadn't, I hadn't developed that in the, into the business yet. So my upsells now are basically coaching programs, but back then it was tape programs like cassette tapes, right? And a workbook, different, you know, different programs like the science of getting rich or the winner's image or mission and commission or Bob's born rich program. So we, that's what I sold. And based on how much of that I sold was, that was the, the part where I made the, the most of my income. Um, because if you were doing live seminars, usually the expenses for the event were flush with the ticket price, right? So this is before I knew any better and how to how to work those numbers. But for only 495 bucks. So you come to a three-day seminar was $495. The problem was, was that the $495 had to pay for everything in the event. So now I'm having to sell all this other stuff in order to make any kind of a profit whatsoever. And I also had to buy it wholesale from Proctor's company, uh, which was at a which was at a good discount, but there wasn't that much of a markup on the stuff. Nobody's going to pay three grand for just a little, you know, cassette program. It's got three cassettes in it and a workbook, so they're reasonably priced. You know, they're expensive, but they're reasonably priced. And I get this call, and I said, "Yeah, you know, I'll I'll do it if I can if I can sell uh, my stuff." So now I'm running, here's the challenge. I got to drive because I did not have the money to ship a, a pallet of product to this place in two days. I, I didn't have the money. I couldn't, I couldn't afford to do it. So I had to take all of that product and I had to load the back of my van, a Toyota Previa with 250,000 miles on it. God's truth, right? Because I started with nothing. Um, then normally if I did a local seminar, my wife at the time would work the product table. She couldn't do that because we had two babies. And I had, so I had two older children. I had two babies. So she had to stay home with the babies. I'd take the older kids. I'm like, you're working. You're working this weekend. We're going to California. So we get the whole, we get the van loaded and get them in. Now I got to get to Reading in two days. And this is like a 15, 17 hour drive each day across I-80 and it's winter time. It's not good. It's well, not quite winter, but it, it wasn't good. It was winter in the mountains when I got to the mountains in Nevada. My kids said they wanted to stop in Colorado in the Rockies at the, at the, um, where the Rockies come in and they wanted to know if we could go through a hike and they wanted to get some pictures. I said, one hour, one hour, we got to get back on the road. So we, they find this place. They say, like, Dad, look at this amazing mountain. It's got a trail going up. We can hike it. It's not too high. And I'm like, okay. So pull off, get out. We're going to do this little hike, and we're going to get back in, do the hike, get back in. Boom, we're back on the road. About 20 minutes into the road, my daughter says, Dad, <laughs> what are all these little spiders? <laughs> I'm like, what? What are, you, what are you talking about? I look over. She's covered in ticks. She's like, they're everywhere. She doesn't even see them on her arms. They're crawling in her hair like she's covered in ticks. She must have went under something and knocked a whole thing of ticks on her. She just covered them like, oh, shit. They pull the van over on the side of I-80, get them out of the car, like tearing clothes off, getting the ticks out of the car and their hair. Like that took a couple hours just to make sure that nobody had any ticks and there weren't any, there weren't any left. And then on to, on to Redding we go. 
Here was the thing, though. That event, I sold enough in product that lasted me about six months in income. And through all the connections that I made there, I had enough people to call, talk to, uh, and network for the entire year. It literally filled my database for the entire year, that, that one event. So that here's the two things. Number one, I don't think it was luck because the person that threw my name in was not even somebody that bought from me before. They just heard me speak somewhere. And when these people said this, this speaker, they had some big speaker, I think it was Les Brown or something was supposed to come speak. They backed out at the last minute. They're like, who do you know that could come speak? And the guy said, why don't you give this guy a call? He's a pretty good speaker. So it all comes, it all comes back to you. And you have to be willing to do whatever it takes, you know, because the first, when I first looked at it, um, somebody that I was with was like, there's no way you'll never get there in time. And, and you, how are you going to get the product there? I'm like, well, I'm going to take the van. I'm going to drive. They're like, you're going to make that drive in two days. I'm like, you have to make the drive in two days. It's not an option, right? Van, 250,000 miles on it. Could have broke down, right? Could have got a flat tire. Anything would have put a bust in the trip because it would have taken too long to get fixed. And I only had so much money. I hit an emergency credit card. But it was agreed that it was only used for emergencies. And it really wasn't that much on it to begin with. So if it was like something big, I'd have really been, I'd have really been screwed. But the idea was constantly in my mind, this is going to happen. I am going to make this happen. It's going to work. So then a couple of years later, the business is moving pretty good, but I'm still having these big dips because the, the whole idea is that you've got to master the front end of the business where you're constantly bringing leads in so that you have people to sell to, right? So, because it's not, you know, it's not like the, um, like a, you, there's a lifetime value of a client, right? So they may do a couple seminars, they may do coaching or, or whatever, but in all reality, it's not like you're selling a product that people use over and over and over again, you, like a disposable product, right? Like it, it, you, you eat it or you use it up and they have to go back and buy it. It's a very different uh, mentality. So it's always where is you're constantly forecasting back in those days, like six, eight months ahead, where can I go speak now so that I have income then, right? Because if you don't do this work now, you're not going to have income then. You've got to seriously be networking and finding people to go talk to and speak to and market to so that six months down the road, you know that you, you're going to have a check. You're going to have somebody that, you, that will actually buy. So I'm going through this, this bit of a drought and I'm running out of leads to talk to. I wasn't getting any speaking gigs for, for a few months. I'm running out of leads and I'm really getting down to like, I don't have anybody to call. And on my bookcase, there was this magazine that was sticking out. I was sitting there thinking to myself, it has to be here. The law of polarity says, if I have the need or desire, it has to be here. So if I don't see it, I'm resisting something. What am I resisting? And I'm thinking and I'm thinking and I'm thinking. And my mind just, my eye kind of caught this magazine and I picked it up and I opened it to the middle and it was a network marketing magazine. And it had, I think it had six columns of names, right? Like there's a few hundred people here. And these were all people that were celebrated in the magazine for last month, they increased their, their pin rank in the, in the company. And it had their name and the state that they lived in. I'm like, this is a gold mine. In order to get the names, though, I had to dial 411. 
And I and it only had the state. It didn't even have the city that they were in. So it would be like John Doe, Texas, right? And I'm down four one going. I need I need the number for John Doe. Well, we have seventy five John Does, right? I mean, that's literally happened. You would get two for fifty cents, two names for fifty cents. So I would get two names, write the names and the numbers down, call them back. I need I need this one. I need this one. I need this one. Until I got all all of them, and then I started calling. And I would say, I would call these people up and say, my name is David Nagel. I'm a success coach. I saw that you went up in rank in this magazine. I wanted to call and congratulate you and ask you how your business is doing. And I would get them in a conversation. The next thing you know, I'd have them in a seminar. They'd be selling their downline into a seminar. And it literally blew everything open because I was willing to go the extra mile and, and dig for those numbers and call them up, right? So the whole idea is that you can... You know, it's kind of like when we went through U squared. You're, the quantum leap's always there. Are you willing to go the extra mile to make that quantum leap happen? Do you have the belief that the next thing that you need that is going to advance your business is actually on its way to you right now? When you do that, by the way, you're also programming your mind to look for the opportunity. I am constantly looking. My mind is always aware of where is the next opportunity to do something. And I never stop, I never stop searching. We never stop reaching out. We're always make, trying to make connection, trying to put ourselves everywhere that we possibly can because when you do that, you never know who's going to see you. You never know the difference that you're going to make and somebody will say, hey, I heard about this guy. The number of times that people have gotten me speaking gigs because they heard me somewhere, they didn't even know me, and they just told somebody about me, and pick up the people, pick up the phone, <clears throat> excuse me, and literally call me, and ask me if I would come speak. And especially back in those days, a speaking gig was a gold mine. If you could just get me in a room full of people, I knew that I would make sales. You know, it was so much faster than doing any kind of marketing online or anything. Because if I'm in the room with a few hundred people or a few thousand people, I'm gonna walk out with a shit ton of sales and I'm gonna walk out with names to replenish my database. So it's all, you have to always be thinking, what, it doesn't matter what industry you're in, where is that next opportunity coming from? And believing that it's always on its way to you, because it is, it absolutely is. But you have to be paying attention that you see it. Another thing is you could ask yourself, is there any place in my own success where I stop the miracle from coming in because I stop? Is there a place where I stop? I get too tired. I'm not willing to do that. I don't have the money. Like you create some kind of an excuse not to let the miracle in. Miracles don't always come in at the same level that you are. Very often, just like Napoleon Hill said in Think and Grow Rich, they come disguised. They come disguised. But I tell you this, they come with hard work. They come with hard work. It'll always move you forward. Thanks for listening to the Successful Mind Podcast. And if you like what you heard and you want to know more, go to davidnagel.com forward slash free stuff.